A Gay and a Non-Gay is a podcast from James Barr and Dan Hudson. They're like a lovely little couple, except they're not. A load of blokes just walked past the window and all of them gave me like this look that was like, safe, bruv, safe. <laughs> <laughs> and I did it back, unbelievably, through fear of homophobia. <laughs> Imagine if I'd just been like, yes, queen, hey, girl. <laughs> right, where were we? Welcome to a gay and a non-gay. Welcome to a gay and a non-gay. I'm James. I'm gay. I'm Dan, and I am non-gay. And we have a really big announcement about the podcast tour. So we're hitting Brighton, London, Birmingham, Manchester, and Glasgow this March, and we're now ready to announce an extra special guest joining us in London. Yes. Are you ready? On the 23rd of March, 2020, London Bush Hall at 7:30 p.m. GMT. A gay and a non-gay will be joined by one of the most influential people online today. Her most famous video has been viewed over six million times on YouTube. She's one half of the most iconic duo in the UK since Noel and Liam Gallagher. Since Kylie and Jason. And most importantly... She will destroy your cock. I absolutely love being destroyed. I fucking love it. <laughs> well, you know who I am now. I'm Sophie Anderson, the cock destroyer. That's right. I'm so happy. We're joined by the incredible Sophie Anderson. Woo! One half of the cock destroyers. Join us at London's Bush Hall, 7.30 p.m. on the 23rd of March, 2020, for an exclusive interview. You can get tickets now at gaynongay.com slash live. So excited about this. Yeah, me too, but for very different reasons, I feel. The reason I'm excited is because everybody else is so excited about the Cock Destroyers that the energy in the room is going to be intense. This is what's so amazing. In Manchester, we've got Davina DeCampo, one of the frock destroyers from RuPaul's Drag Race UK. And now in London, we've got one of the actual cock destroyers. <laughs> it's just a good thing we've renamed the tour because otherwise she might have been confused as to what was happening. Yeah. But luckily, it's no longer called the yeah. bumming tour. Luckily, yeah. Um, so yeah, join us on, on the 23rd of March. <laughs> Definitely send us your questions um, and go to gaynongay.com slash live to buy tickets. I think tickets are going to go fast now. Do not sleep on a cock destroyer. <laughs> Gaynongay.com slash live. There's a lot of stuff about gay bodies in the news at the minute. Right. Um, and there's a story about a guy I read called Jacob who was told he was too ugly to be gay. Right. And basically he, he stopped going on dates because he was scared of people seeing him in case they felt that he was too ugly. He considered doing a lot of plastic surgery. He went to the gym to try and get bigger. He started taking steroids and got addicted to steroids and then got himself into such a state that he suffered from heart failure. Okay. And there's, there's all these people having tummy tucks and liposuction. I mean, my friends have Botox. So I think that's kind of normal, but... Is it? Well, I mean, it's quite normal in my world. Is it? Yeah. Really? I'm considering doing it, yeah. Are you? Definitely. Are you not? Not really. Why? It just doesn't cross my mind. Oh, okay. Well, I guess it has now. Not really. I would definitely do it. Really? At a point where I felt like I, I wanted to, yeah. And what point is that? I don't know, I guess when I look old or... But then you're going to look like your face doesn't move. I know, right? Goals. <laughs> that goals. 
<laughs> I mean, I don't know. My friend Glenn's had Botox since he was like 21. And when we were younger, he was like, you've got to start early, James. You've got to start early. And I said, well, you let me know when you think I need it. Like when we see each other. And I saw him in Spain last year. And I just went up to him and I was like, Glenn, do you think it's time? And he went, yeah, it's time, babe. <laughs> but I haven't, I haven't done it yet. Um, because it's quite expensive. And once you start, I'm worried you can't stop. How expensive is it? I'm sure it's like 200 pounds a go or something. But you have to do it all the time. You? you have to top it up, yeah. Anyway, so there's, there's all this like conversation. There's all this stuff about gay men's bodies. And I think a lot of this comes down to advertising, right? Yeah. And a lot of gay advertising has historically been these white guys with ripped bodies. We were just looking at an underwear site randomly. Yeah, the less said about that, the better, I think. Do you feel pressure to have a certain type of body? No. Cool. Thanks for listening. We're again and on gay. Talking of our London show, by the way. Yeah. You know you were saying the other day, James, how you don't objectify men. I didn't exactly say that I didn't objectify men, but I said I don't reduce all male friendships to being about sex. Like, I don't think about you in a sexy way. I mean, you do, but we'll come back to that later on. But um, you've tweeted from at Gay and on Gay about Dr. Ranj, who's joining us uh, at Bush Hall. Um, and rather than pay homage to Dr. Ranj's like, years of medical service, the amazing work he does for the LGBT community, instead of paying homage to all that, you've just written, he's a dish. <laughs> he is a dish. Yeah, but he, I mean, he is a dish. Yeah, but he's a doctor. I know, but he's still a dish. He's primarily a doctor. He's not called Dish Range, is he? <laughs> no, he's a doctor, but he's also a dish. The clue's in the name. You are right. <laughs> I, I did kind of airbrush his work in the LGBTQ plus community and focus on the fact that he's a dish. Also, this is a bigger conversation in general, isn't it? <laughs> and I don't have the answer, but I don't think it's okay for straight men to objectify women. But I do think it's okay for gay men to objectify men. Great. Well, that's... Why is that? Is it because we've been mistreated for so long that we're now flipping the, the straight gaze? You know, a bit like that Charlie XCX video, Boys, where she flipped the male gaze oh my gosh. and had all the boys, like, dancing and being sexy and washing cars and stuff. Like, is that what's happening with me when I objectify men out loud, vocally? Like, if I was to say, you're really fit, I'd give you one right now, I don't think you'd be allowed to be offended by that as such, as much as it... I would be, or a woman would be, if you said that to them. I don't think it's as deep as that. I think you've just got, <laughs> you've just got double standards. <laughs> I mean, that's not very fair. Just to shut down a conversation. I love the phrase double standards. <laughs> but like, also, I'm allowed to say that girl is attractive or whatever without you going off on one. That's, well, then that's why fine. are you having a go at me at calling Dr. Ranja dish? Because you referenced two weeks ago how you don't do that and you don't. Right, so you're just calling me out on double standards. Yeah, basically. But, again, but I do call people a dish. I never said I didn't do that. Yeah, but he's a doctor. I, yeah, but I, I do actually think it is a bit... I, I'm sort of half-joking, but I do think it is disrespect. Really? Yeah. He might disagree. You might disagree, but that's just my thoughts. It's not that I think it's relevant to say that Dr. Range is a dish. I was just flirting. Right. And, well, glad we got there in the end. And so I wasn't exactly... I wasn't reducing him to to just being attractive. That's not at all what I was doing. I was just sending. I was just being a bit flirty. Yeah. Also, the word "dish" hasn't been used since the fifties. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know why I called him a dish. I was wondering whether that had come back because dishes aren't attractive anyway. Like, why would you call someone a dish? Well, Have you ever looked at a dish and thought, "Wow, that's an attractive dish"? Well, I haven't no because I'm not a, a pottery expert or whatever. But some people are, aren't they? <laughs> Ooh, what an amazing ceramic. I did wonder whether the, that word had made a comeback that I just missed, but no. <laughs> I definitely don't think it has. I'm really interested to know why it's okay for gay people or women to reduce men to an object, whereas it's not okay 
for I, straight men to do that? I don't know, but that's my question to you. Okay, well, my answer then is that I don't think it is okay, but I think it's a reaction to straight men ruling the world that we're trying to flip their... We're trying to flip the gaze and take power back by reducing them to an object so they know how it feels. But that's obviously not what I'm doing with Dr. Range. I'm just literally flirting. But I think that's what's happening in the rest of the world when, like, gay Twitter is lusting after Shawn Mendes, for example. I just work with this straight guy and he's constantly saying misogynistic things, which I call out. But then whenever I'm like, oh, Shawn Mendes is hot, he will call me out and challenge me. And he's like, oh, you can say it because you're gay, can you? Oh, yeah, because you're a minority, so you can get away with it, but I can't. And it's really frustrating because I don't have a comeback. Well, I, I don't have one to give you. I'm just interested to know what you think. I guess I'm reminding people that I'm gay and that gay people exist by calling out misogyny and giving as good as I get when I see it. Interesting. Is that wrong? Because um, two wrongs don't make a right, but it seems like my only defence. And I'm sure this type of thing is happening at workplaces all over the country. There'll be gay people listening, LGBT people listening that are constantly challenged by straight people that they're working with. And sometimes I guess you, you've got to rise up. Sometimes you don't want to because it's too much effort. Right. But I just don't really know what to do in this situation that I'm constantly being put in where, where I'm being challenged to explain myself. But you, you never really engage in the conversation where you're like, oh, yeah, she's fit or whatever. Whereas the other way around, I would engage with that. Like, if you like, do you think Dr. Range is fit? I'd be like, well, yeah, like, objectively. Do you think Whereas you never really have that conversation the other way around. You just, like, I'm not getting into that. Do you think Dr. Range is a salad bowl? You never get involved in anything resembling, like, banter. I don't know if that's true. I've definitely said that girls are fit before. But when you say it, actually, I don't find it that offensive. Like, if you're just like, oh, she's fit, that's cool. But you never get, you never, ever... Well, because I've got nothing to say. But what why? What do I say to that? What do you want me to say? So, for example, if, if, if I'm like, oh, Carly Rae Jepsen's fit. Oh, my God, what? Don't talk about her like that. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you talk about Carly Rae Jepsen Well, exactly, like that? this is exactly... Do you really think she's fit? What? Wait, okay, I... so we went to Carly Rae Jepsen together, and I thought you were there because you loved her music. Were you there because you thought she was fit? No, that's, that's an add-on. Oh, my God, you lied to me. I was there because she's got bare tunes. But as it happens, yeah, she's fit. But... I can't believe you love Kylie Rae Jepsen as well, much as you do. Why not? Because she's like she's like the white Beyonce. She's, and what? She's I like, like Beyonce. She's like my queen. So anyway, you think you think she's fit? Yeah. Do you not? No, not really. I, I don't see her like that. I think that's disrespectful. Oh, drop that. I think that's disrespectful to her art. Dan, I've always wondered, like, who do you think's missus is the fittest out of all of us? <laughs> Who's got the fittest missus? Who's done the best? That's the type of stuff you talk about. So interestingly, two, if not three, but definitely two of my mates have slept with a lot of girls. And I only know that because I've seen it in, with my own eyes. But they will play that down all day long. It's because they get a bad rep for that, right? I used to live with this guy. And I literally saw a girl come out of his room. I was like, oh, who's that girl come out of your room? And he's like, what are you on about? And I was like, oh my God, I just saw her. I just saw her. What do you think I'm going to do with this information? We'll talk about it on the podcast, clearly. But, <laughs> but this is this is years ago. It could be anyone. I've lived. I've probably lived with 40, 50, 60 people in my time. So it could be anyone. Wow, slut. Lived with. I know what you said. So why is that? Why is he doing that? Well, why, it's the same reason why you wouldn't tell me how many people you've slept with. No, it's not, because this is a podcast. I tell you off air, I don't care. But I'm not going to broadcast it to the world, am I? Well, you're quite happy broadcasting their wares to the world. Well, not their wares. I'm saying an anonymous person. Good luck with that. <laughs> you know, we often refer to friends anonymously, and they always come at us. The whole point is, I just think straight men are a bit, I don't know, like, I don't really get it. I'm very confused by straight people at the minute. I think they're a bit wild. So I don't, I don't know why your anonymous friends 
don't want to admit to how many people they've slept with. I imagine it's because they know that women will judge them. Right. Which is absolutely true. As being what? Sluts? Yeah, probably. Or misogynists or whatever. But like, you know, the reality is I am not qualified to have this conversation. But I would imagine the reason men are worried about women thinking that is because actually... At the root of it, women are afraid to be sexually free because they're worried men will think that about them. But actually, if both women and men didn't care how many people they slept with and were free to do whatever they wanted to do with their own body without judgment and with liberation, I don't think we'd be having a conversation as boring as this. <laughs> Shade. And the other day I was chatting about sex at work. Sex at work or sex? The other day I saw... At, the other day at work, you were talking about sex. <laughs> The other day I saw a Louis Theroux documentary about adult work and websites like OnlyFans. And basically, um, I ended up having a conversation with a mate about one of the ladies in the show who is over the age of 60 and having intercourse with men that are paying her. And I said, good on her, that's great. And there was a lot of judgment from this friend of mine because they said they thought that was quite awful because that was someone's grandmother and a grandmother shouldn't be behaving like that. Not necessarily. What? She might not have kids and the kids might not have kids if they exist. But anyway, come on. And my friend was saying that someone of that age shouldn't be behaving like that because they should have more respect for themselves. And what if they have grandchildren? What if their grandchildren hear about that? And that's awful. And I was like, what? Like, if my nan... R.I.P. was putting it about and getting paid for it, I would be like, yes, Nan, go get your life. As long as she's happy, safe and comfortable, like what business is it of anyone else to judge her? Well, in that Louis Theroux documentary, quite clearly that bloke wasn't comfortable with it. Yeah, but we're not really talking about that specifically. We're talking hypothetically. So The other day I was on a stag do and um, I went to bed relatively early on the Friday night. And uh, the next day, I found out loads of the guys were up to like five in the morning. And I was like, well, what's going on? And one of the guys on the stag was showing everybody his profile on adult work or whatever and showing everyone all the reviews he was getting <laughs> from all the girls. And I am genuinely gutted that I missed out on this conversation because it sounds hilarious. My friend was saying about this guy, oh, you know, they said reviewing like his dick and saying that he loves to <laughs> perform um, oral sex X, Y, Z. Just the, the whole concept of this is hysterical. Wait, so these are reviews that your friends had on his profile? Yes. This I guy, didn't know you had a friend that no, was doing... No, he's, he's not my friend, but he was on the stag. Right, so this is a friend of your mate's that was yeah. on the stag as well? Yeah. Okay. So I didn't know this guy. Cool. I think that's hilarious. Why? And they all do think it's hilarious. Why is that funny, he, though? Well, because it's just funny, isn't it? Like, because normally, normally you review your Uber driver or you review your Airbnb. You don't, you don't tend to read reviews about people's dicks. Or, like, whether they enjoy sex acts or not. <laughs> I mean, it sounds kind of amazing, to be fair. I don't know why we don't do that. I don't think it's not funny. I think it's kind of amazing. I kind of, I wish that Grinder had that as an option. As funny as that is, I don't really like the idea of people just, like, rating each other like that. Yeah, but if you had to... It's only funny because it's, like, sex, isn't it? <laughs> if, you, if you had reviews, what would they say? There'd be five out of five, mate. Don't worry about that. What? What kind of question is that? Well, I don't know, but we're laughing at it, so why not ask? Well, what are the categories? I don't know. I haven't seen it. Well, then neither have I. Okay, well, let's make them up. Um, so, uh, girth. Well, here's the problem, because if I was a girl, you wouldn't, you wouldn't say that, would you? Like, I, I would if, if they'd engaged in this conversation oh, with me. I absolutely well, no, would. Don't turn that on me again. Don't do that classic straight <laughs> thing. 
of fighting back. Like I would never no, you've had that conversation with a girl unless she'd been talking to me in exactly the same way you just have. No, because I've been talking about an ex-anonymous person, an ex-anonymous thing. You've jumped a million miles an hour to... No, oh, you oh, think it's funny oh, that people review sex. So I'm yeah, asking you so what do you think your reviews would be. I'm saying... If you can't... I'm if you saying can't answer that, then they'd you have no right to laugh at someone else. I'm not laughing at him. I'm laughing at the concept. Okay, I, well, that's great. Let's talk about the concept then. What would your reviews be? <laughs> They'd be great. Cool. Ask your mum. <laughs> it, so, it took you so long to get there. She didn't say that. Uh, thanks for listening, babes. Do the admin and support a gay and a non-gay. Visit gaynongay.com slash donate.